Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. At Alabama, Nick Saban has now won national titles with Jim McElwain, Doug Nussmeyer, Lane Kiffin, Brian Dayball, and Steve Sarkeesian as his offensive coordinators, with Kirby Smart, Jeremy Pruitt, and Pete Golding as his defensive coordinators, and his 2020 staff, this year's staff, had zero assistants that were on the 2017 staff. Change has been constant. Saban. In the coaching ranks at the University of Alabama under Nick Saban, but more constant has been Nick Saban at the helm of that program. Alabama did it again last night, and they did it in dominating fashion over the Ohio State Buckeyes. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad with you Tuesday afternoon. Glad to have you along on Sports Talk Mississippi. Ceasefire text line is open to you, 601 879 Four three nine five bull. There's a lot of it in wireless, but Ceasefire thinks you deserve a plan. That's actually what it says. So here's the real deal: the best plan for one or two lines, forty five dollars each with auto pay and paperless billing. No bull. Ceasefire.com. Offensive player of the game last night. Well, hold on a second. Defensive player of the game last night, Christian Barmore, who was a beast on the defensive line for Alabama. Offensive player of the game. They got that one wrong. Devontae Smith, who was outstanding but played only half of the game. Best offensive player in that game last night was Mac Jones. Five touchdown passes, 464 yards through the air, and half the game without his best receiver, and yet Alabama kept clicking offensively in the second half of that game. So a new national champion as the 2020 season comes to an end, but it's, you know, more of the same largely. Guys, what did you think last night? Texas fans are going to be really confused when Steve Sarkeesian's offense doesn't look the same with their players that it did with Alabama players. Uh, Man, from a scheme standpoint, how good was that last night? I mean, it was a work of art, Yeah, the play calling. And look, so... Alabama's the best team in college football. They made that very, very clear. But it's not like they did that to Ole Miss last night, who has bad defensive personnel. That's Ohio State. Although they were missing two key rotational defensive linemen because of COVID, that is a defense filled with NFL players. It's a defense filled with blue-chip recruits. High-level football players at every position. And they made them look like Toledo last night. (laughs) Instead of Ohio State. Hey, Dad, what'd you think? I mean, it's it's like I said on yesterday's show. Although I did take uh, Ohio State in the points there, that 
I wasn't quite sure that this wasn't the best Alabama team that Saban's had there. And now after watching them play and the way they played in that game, I'm willing to say it. Yeah, that, that's, that's his best team ever. Uh, they, they can make an argument for the best team ever, period. I don't know that they're better than last year's LSU team, but that is a, a Pantheon team, one of the top college football teams we'll ever get to see play. It was absolutely spectacular. What were you guys thinking taking Ohio State yesterday? Well, I didn't know they were going to have tough Borland yeah. guarding Devontae Smith in coverage, <laughs> man. Gosh. I mean, hey, that right after were... we made our picks, they, they what, two defensive, two of their starters on the defensive yes. line were declared inactive. I mean, what can we do? And then Sermon goes down, uh, which, yeah. and that, re- that ended the game right there. Ohio State probably didn't have a shot regardless, but when he went down, it was over. You you could have called the game right there. But, hey, Ned, you nailed it on Twitter. How, at any point in scheme, can you have a scenario in which tough Borland is guarding Devontae Smith in coverage? How can you ever let that happen? It's one of those things I've and, noticed. And guarding like, is it, a it loose happened, term, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try his in, hardest. To quote uh, Sheriff Buford T. Justice, he was in hot pursuit of Devontae Smith, but couldn't quite get there. But it happened to State earlier this year. There was a, a couple of situations where London Kraft, who plays hard, good player, but was one-on-one with Devontae Smith, a walk-on safety. I always go back to the 2012 Egg Bowl, and you had times where Nico Whitley, who, again, good player, but was one-on-one in coverage with Dante Moncrief. Well, what happened there? I mean, how, who's drawing up these defenses? DWN Madison on the C Spire text line, uh, text line. Barmore defensive line diet. Chicken wings and gunpowder. He flew to the ball and was explosive when he got there. <laughs> well said, DW. Um, I, I didn't know. Look, Ohio State, from a roster standpoint, and I know that they had 13 players that were not part of the game plan because of COVID issues and two defensive linemen. But Alabama did something to Ohio State that I didn't think was entirely possible. And that was they made them look slow. Ohio State looked slow. Ohio State is not slow. That's not playing Michigan. That's not playing Michigan State out of the Big Ten. It's not playing Iowa out of the Big Ten. This is Ohio State. Alabama is the only program in the country that consistently recruits better than Ohio State. And it's not by much. And it's not by a lot. But it looked like men and boys for the majority of that game. The first touchdown drive that Ohio State had when they were down 7 and nothing, they tied at 7, thought, hey, maybe game on. Here we go. And then Alabama had the turnover. Okay, maybe we're going to trade punches in this game. But the Alabama defense got a few stops. Alabama continued to exploit mismatches. There was no answer for Devontae Smith in the first half of the game. I would I don't even know if I want to know what happened inside the injury tent when he was in there for 20 minutes. There, there are some people who are surmising that what they did is they stitched his finger back together inside the injury tent. Gross. I, I, I don't know. I mean, my initial thought was it was dislocated kind of the way he reacted, either broken or dislocated. I, you know, Alabama doesn't talk about injuries even after the fact. Well, they said he couldn't so... get it back in, right? That's why he didn't play, is they could not get it back in, right? What, couldn't pop it straight back in and it's going to requ- right. require surgery? Yeah, it, 
You ever had? Uh, I a didn't hear that particular report. If it, yes, I have. It is. I mean, it, it hurts more. Last than year any, during football season on the sideline, Borky, oh. have I not told that story? If you have, I don't remember. So I'd love to hear that again. Ole Miss, uh, was that last year? Yeah, yeah. Ole Miss was playing Cal last year, and I was standing on the sideline, and Chase Garbers was the quarterback for Cal. And he threw a ball away. It was down on about the 20 or 25-yard line on the south end of the field. So I was standing on the west sideline, the, the home sideline, and he throws it away, and the ball kind of goes like it's like right toward me, but it's off just a little bit. And instinctively, I just reach out my hand, my left hand up in the air, like I'm just going to snatch it out of the air one-handed. But I didn't get my hand all the way there, and it grazed my fingertip, and it knocked my, I think it was my middle finger, 45 degrees, just dislocated, that that, that top tip of it. Nice. And I was like, ow. And then I looked down, and I saw it, and my middle finger was 45 degrees pointed the wrong direction. And I just kind of grimaced and grabbed it and popped it back into place. Ugh. And it hurt. And then later that day, I bumped into the wall, like down on the, the south end zone against the pad. I just kind of bumped my hand into the wall, and it popped right back out of place. I was like, what am I doing here? And it took months before it felt completely right again. And I thought, ooh, is, ooh Devontae Smith, tough guy. He'll come back from that. I, I think it was something that was far more serious than uh, than that. Otherwise, Devontae Smith, who was... Just incredible. Would have come back into the game. Do you think I'm crazy for what I said a second ago that he was not the offensive player of the game? Yeah, you got to play the whole game, right? And I know the game was kind of in doubt. He, but when he was gone, it didn't matter. If Mac Jones was gone, it would have mattered. So when you're giving an MVP award, it's like the Coach of the Year awards going out right now that are not for Nick Saban. Stop. You're trying to be cute. Nick Saban is the Coach of the Year. Because without him, things would have been different for Alabama more so than any other program. Without Mac Jones last night, things are different for Alabama more so than any other player on the field. He was the most valuable player for that team last night, without a doubt. Oh, I'm glad you said that about Coach of the Year. But because we do this, okay, what's the underdog story? What team played better? I understand that Alabama has the best players in the country. Nick Saban's team just went 13-0, and 10-0 against SEC teams in the regular season, an SEC championship game win, and victories over Notre Dame and Ohio State to claim a semifinal win and a national championship. In the craziest year we've seen in our lifetimes for college football, Nick Saban is the coach of the year. I don't care if you don't like him. I don't care if you got Alabama fatigue. That is deserving of National Coach of the Year. With all due respect and apologies necessary to Jamie Chadwell at Coastal Carolina, or if you think Eli Drinkowitz is that guy, whatever it is, there's a technical issue that we need to get fixed with Twitter. The search function on Twitter is, is clearly broken. I'll explain what I mean when we come back. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. 
Just call 601-605-4443. Outside of some minor slowdowns, eastbound on 20 at exit 47A there at the stack. We're looking pretty good elsewhere. No other major problems. Please buckle up and drive safe. Have a great afternoon. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hey y'all, I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. If you need a cash infusion after all your Christmas expenses, perhaps we can help at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood. At DNS Diamonds, we are always purchasing diamonds, precious stones, gold, silver, and platinum in the form of jewelry or as scrap. We truly believe we pay more than anyone else for your pre-owned, broken, or unwanted jewelry. With gold prices hovering at near record levels, now is a great time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. The new year with explosive savings during the new year's celebration sales event at Mazda of Jackson. In 2021, we resolved to offer money saving deals on every vehicle in stock. For example, get 0.9% financing on most new 2021 Mazdas in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We have truckloads of 2021s arriving, so you are sure to find the perfect Mazda. Looking for something like new? We're offering 2.9% financing on certified pre owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20 year, 250,000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Start off 2021 with explosive savings. During the New Year's Celebration Sales Event at Must of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mustofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. So I am far from being a tech wizard, but I have discovered an issue with the search function on two of the technological giants on the planet. The, the search function on Twitter does not work. And apparently it doesn't work on Facebook either. So I, I understand that that Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg probably have more important things to uh, to worry about. But this morning when I woke up, had a cup of coffee, got the kids to school, 
I immediately went to the search function on those two uh, technological platforms to search for the I was wrong columns. <laughs> and I can't find them. And so I have to believe, I know they're out there. I was wondering I where you were going. They're all <laughs> over the place. I know the I was wrong sports columns are out there. But I can't find them via the search function on Twitter. And I can't find them via the search function on Facebook. Facebook. So clearly something is wrong at the uh, twitter.com and facebook.com. I could not I don't know if you guys watched the um the press conference the the morning after press conference where the uh you know Nick Saban gets up and yeah they had a couple of players that that get up there as well. And man oh man when an agenda blows up in your face and you try to like start your new agenda and it blows up in your face in real time? The problem is Dennis Dodd doesn't even know that his agenda was blowing up in his face in real time. They had Devontae Smith and Barmore and Nick Saban. And Dennis Dodd asked the exact same question. He phrased it a little bit differently, but he asked the exact same question to all three of those people. Can you imagine what it would be like if you had to play another game? You know, I'm thinking about expansion and if you were added another round. I mean, what would it be like emotionally and physically if you guys had to play another game? Nick Saban gave a semi-thoughtful answer. Devontae Smith said, let's do it. I'm ready. (laughs) And he said, well, I mean, physically you feel okay? He's like, my hand hurts, but aside from that, let's play. I feel great. Let's do it. Barbour's response was, man, we'll play anybody anytime. We'll play. You tell me there's a game scheduled next week, we'll be ready to go. That's not what Dennis Dodd was looking for. He was looking for a response where players who won a national championship last night were going to say, Man, it's a long season. It's been hard. It's been a grind this year. I don't know that mentally I can handle another game. That's not what they said. They said, let's roll right now. Let's do it. And you know what? If you said to Ohio State, hey, guys, let's play this thing best two out of three. We'll give you another shot at Bama. Do you want it? You know what the answer from Ohio State's players would be? Yep. Can we do it tomorrow? Is next Friday, is is Friday of this week okay? You want to do it next Monday night? Give us another shot. You are not wrong. That's what they would say. The other funny thing that that came from that, there was a a female reporter from that, that covers the Miami Hurricanes. Miami is who Alabama opens its season with next year. Yeah. She she asked uh, Nick Saban how much time he had spent looking at Miami to kind of get ready for that game yet. He said, oh. uh, we had kind of a big game last night. I, I really haven't looked at Miami at, at all yet. Um, we had kind of a big game last night, and last week we had kind of a big game against Notre Dame, and the week before that we had pretty big game against Florida and the SEC Championship. So I, I really haven't had a chance to uh, – I, I don't know much about Miami right now. How ridiculous, man. You know full well he's got a no no no. You know full well he's got a full scouting report on Miami already drawn up. Perhaps, but no, you're right. I mean, this is one of the things. And when I ask questions at a press conference, I just try to ask questions, right? 
I don't have an agenda. I'm not trying to feed an article to myself. I'm just asking questions. It, it drives me insane when people clearly try to frame questions and try to elicit responses because it's just silliness. Just ask questions. That's all you're supposed to get up there and do. But instead you get something like that where you, if you go up there expecting them to say one thing and they say the complete other, hey, you, you, you look so, so, sort of silly. What is so wrong with, I didn't think they should do it, but I'm glad they did. Or, I didn't think they should do it, but they successfully did. Being what you talk about the next day. And what's so wrong with that? Are, are, well, you've met some of the people in this field, so you know the answer to this question already. But are we so afraid of just saying, hey, I screw, I didn't get that one right. Boy, I was wrong there. Like, is that really so hard? Hey, me at CBS thought they shouldn't play college football this year. But they did it. I was wrong, man. They proved me wrong. Look at that. And now I'm going to tell you why it's so good. Why is that so hard? People respect that so much more than carrying on the charade and moving the goalpost until the end of time. And and quite honestly, at this point, after all these months and everything, people would click on a feel-good story. You know, you you just keep hammering them with, and I'm not saying if 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 the news is bad, tell them the news is bad. That's fine. But we just got through this football season that nobody thought was going to happen. Yeah, a we did it kind of article would draw eyeballs, and that's what these guys are in the business of doing. It may have come across as a little sappy, and if it did, so be it. But I tweeted this this morning, and I know not everybody's a Greg Sankey fan. I get that. But here's what I tweeted. A great big tip of the cap this morning to Greg Sankey and everyone at the SEC office, plus all the players, coaches, support staff, etc., that made this college football season happen. There are, all caps, a lot of people whose livelihoods depend largely on CFB, college football. Thank you and well done. And I meant that from the bottom of my heart, and if it sounds sappy, so be it. But let me tell you where I was coming from on it. I was coming from it in that I host a sports talk radio show, along with you two guys, five days a week, 52 weeks out of the year, where the overwhelming majority of the time we talk about college football. My wife owns a women's clothing store on the square in Oxford, and college football season matters a lot. I have friends uh, for, for in terms of, of revenue and making a business work and, and being able to make it happen. I have friends that are real estate agents who depend on a good college football season to help the real estate market in Oxford continue to survive. I know business owners in Starkville. I know business owners in Tuscaloosa and in Athens and in other locations, Auburn, across the SEC footprint, Fayetteville, who depend on college football to make their businesses go. I've got friends in athletics departments all across the SEC and across the country who need college football for job security. And frankly, we've got friends and acquaintances across the country who cover college football at websites, at radio stations, at television outlets, at newspapers, who need college football to be able to put food on their own tables, to be able to pay their rent or their mortgage, to be able to make their car notes. 
college football being played is a big freaking deal. And when I say a lot of people's livelihoods depend largely on it, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not just talking about, oh, coaches need to get paid. I'm talking about all of it. And that's why it's such a big deal. And if we need to go back and replay and think about how this thing unfolded, it was in early August when the Big Ten said, we're out, and the Pac-12 said, whoo, thank goodness, so are we. And the SEC said, mm, yeah, we're not, we're not throwing in the towel. We might get to a point where we have to throw in the towel, but right now we don't have to. We're going to go with the information that we've got while we've got it, and we're going to push forward. And the ACC, I was listening to um, some commentary that Neil McCready did. He pointed this out. The ACC said, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure, but okay, I guess we'll go along. And that was good. And the Big 12 said, heck yeah, we're in. And then the American Athletic Conference said, yeah, we'll play. Sunbelt said, mm-hmm, we're, we're in, we'll play. And that was enough. That was enough to get it going. And then the Big Ten and the Pac-12 looked so incredibly stupid and myopic and narrow-focused and narrow-sighted, nearsighted, that they were like, oh, well, yeah, maybe if we put some ridiculous safety protocols in, we can play too. It was never going to be easy. It wasn't easy. But you know what else isn't easy? Vision. Life. Leadership. And leadership, whether you like him or not, whether you think he screwed Ole Miss or he screwed Mississippi State or whatever else, Greg Sankey exhibited strong leadership. And you've heard 14 athletics directors, 14 football coaches, and 14 university presidents at various occasions during the football season point to Greg Sankey's leadership as the reason this football season was played. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 49. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, low around 27. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 53. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 33. Thursday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. Thursday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 56. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. People are angry these days, but you don't have to be. Let's get 2021 started right, because somebody out there needs your help. At Gateway Rescue Mission, your donation can provide a meal. Your prayer can unlock the power of God to change a life. If we spend more time praying and less time fussing, we can help some people. Go to gatewaymission.org. Make a donation and help change your life today. As a small business owner, you know that running a business is no easy task. You're in the office and on your third cup of coffee before most even roll out of bed. That's why you need office equipment and solutions that help keep your business running smoothly. The experts at RJ Young provide office technology that ensures your business's network stays efficient and secure. So you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business. To discover how R.J. Young can help your small business grow, visit rjyoung.com slash small business. 
How do you become America's best-selling brand? Let's break it down. Innovative tech means smarter and safer driving. Intelligent all-wheel drive will keep you ready for anything. And built Ford Tough Trucks will always get the job done. Plus, come into your local Ford store today and get super low APR financing, big cash back, and great lease offers on Ford's full line of cars, trucks, and SUVs. That's Ford, and that's how you become America's best-selling brand. Sales claim based on calendar year sales. 144 Tactical, Highway 49 South in Florence. Come check out our selection of custom AR-15s as well as parts and accessories. When it comes to your firearm needs, we've got you covered with customizing, laser engraving, or modifications. 144 is a certified Cerakote facility offering a lifetime warranty on all coatings and 144 rifles. Let our professionals help you turn your custom needs into reality. 12 months, same as cash financing on everything in the store. 144tactical.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The Department of Health has confirmed a record-high 98 COVID-related deaths. To date, 5,284 Mississippians have now passed away from the virus. The latest report also includes 1,648 new cases of COVID-19, bringing the state's total to just under 242,000. And social media giants have blocked President Trump's accounts, and now Parler is taking Amazon to court after being dropped by their web hosting services. Former Mississippi Senator Trent Lott says that big tech needs to be reined in. Uh, Republicans and a lot of Democrats have been saying that we need to at least reform, if not repeal, yep. Section 230, which provides uh, limits or liability. They're not liable for what they do. They, who do they answer to? Uh, nobody else but themselves and Silicon Valley. Th this is all very troublesome. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Ceasefire 5G. Phones. Faster. Saying it anymore would be... Ceasefire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade-in. No matter where you go... Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. 
Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. I promise you, if that had not been the theme song from another sports talk yeah. show in years gone by, we would take that and that would be the theme song for this show. Been there and oh. done that, though. What was that? Conference call? Conference call. Scott McKinney I think that's what it was. Max Howe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny, like rewinding 25 years. That is the show that made me want to host sports talk, uh, a sports talk radio show. If you ever want me to talk about what I'm cooking for vittles, I'll, I'll be happy. To yeah, no, we're not going to go down that road. I'm just saying that uh, uh, a little nostalgia in uh, in yeah. that particular music. Uh, thanks for being with us, Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. Simple question, Borky. Poll question. Poll question uh, is. Oh no no no! I've got one for you. Uh, we'll, we'll do yours in just a second. Can we do a second one? We can do as much as we want. 2019 LSU or 2020 Alabama? Who you got? Mm. And 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 in real time, I'm asking you guys that as well. 2019 LSU record setting at the time we said best offense in the history of college football. 2020 Alabama kind of replicated and in some ways surpassed what LSU did offensively a year ago. Heisman Trophy winner on both teams. One is a quarterback, the other is a wide receiver. And by the way, the uh, quarterback on this year's team finished uh, third in the Heisman voting. Wide receivers galore at LSU a year ago. Defenses that at times both look suspect, but at times also had the ability to make big plays in big situations. Probably a nod to Alabama's offensive line this year over LSU's offensive line last year, although that was an awfully good group. 2019 LSU, 2020 Alabama. Who you got? My first, my gut instinct, and I mean, I really, I mean, there's no way to compare, right? My gut instinct is LSU. Why? I think I like Burrow a little bit better than Mac Jones. Um, I mean, outside of you know, even fully healthy Smith and Waddle are great, but LSU had three with uh, with Chase, Marshall, and Jefferson. Edwards Hilaire and, and Najee Harris are pretty much a wash, both great running backs. Mm, 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 mm. Nah, it's, I mean, Mm-mm. based on what they, what they wanted Edwards Hilaire to do in that offense. That's, that's fair. Perfect. That's fair. He was perfect for it. Um, the O-line's sort of a wash, both a ton of defensive talent. 
The I guess if I had to really the real difference maker might be head coach. I mean Saban versus Orgeron, but got Joe Brady on the other side, the the Wonderkin. So I don't know. This my 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 first instinct when you ask me that question that LSU is what comes into my head. Borky, twenty nineteen LSU, twenty twenty Alabama. I think it's Alabama, especially because what they had to do with to get here. I don't know if that is a valid reason for that to tip the scales, but I think Alabama 2020 had to deal with more to get to where they did, and they handled it the best. I mean, their coach got COVID in their rivalry game. Couldn't coach. Still won with relative ease. Uh, That is pushing me over the edge. I think Burrow is better than Jones. I would take Harris over Edwards Elayer. And I think Alabama's crop of wide receivers, even with an injured Jalen Waddle, and we'll talk about that later, but he probably shouldn't have played last night, but I respect the heck out of him for giving it a shot. And either way, I think Alabama's group of receivers is better than what LSU had last year, and what Alabama did defensively to Ohio State is something that I do not think LSU 2019 defense is capable of, or would have been capable of. I thought, and this is a little bit of an offshoot. This goes to the broadcast last night. I thought the single most informative sideline hit I've heard from any sideline reporter at any level this year came from Allison Williams when she did the hit and she talked about Jalen Waddle. Now, she got a little sappy about, you know, heart and emotion and all that good stuff. But she brought something to the table that I absolutely did not know when she said that, yes, Jalen Waddell is limping a bit on the field, but what you need to know is that he has, according to team doctors, full range of motion and is completely healed from his ankle injury and is back to the top speed that he had prior to the injury. Chris Fowler didn't have that. Kirk Herbstreit didn't have it, or at least they didn't bring it. Allison Williams did, and she only found out about this assignment like five days ago. If that's the case, why was he limping around everywhere? So the way they kind of described it was he's having to look. It feels different. It's fully repaired. It's fully functional. The full range of motion is there. His speed is back, but it feels different than before. And if you notice, when you watched him, Borky, on the field, he didn't limp running routes. Yeah, it was just when it was over, when he was It was at the end of the play down. where it was like, and, and then he, I mean, my, my wife, and, and she did not mean this derogatorily. She's like, is he always bow-legged? I was like, well, not to that degree. I mean, he's got an ankle injury that he's come back from. And it's there. she's like, I think he's always been a little bit bow-legged because that's awfully exaggerated coming off the field. He played more as the game went along. Some of that was out of necessity. Devontae Smith goes out, and what we didn't know, I think, until today when Nick Saban revealed it in the press conference, was that Mechie did not practice a single live rep leading up to the national championship game. He did some walkthroughs and did some individual work, but Mechie was hurt, and he didn't finish the game last night. Uh, question on the C Spire text line. What was the deal with Alabama center going in the last couple of plays? That was Landon Dickerson. Blew out his knee in the SEC championship game. Heart and soul of that offensive line. 
anchor of the group that won the um, the Joe Moore Award for the best offensive line in college football, and he just wanted to be a part of the national championship game. And so they brought him in at the end when it was inconsequential, so that he could say that he think, played. Though. Cool I moment. Help but think if I, you know, an Ohio State defensive lineman going okay, and just blowing him up, what would have happened? Perhaps a brawl, perhaps, probably, but that was a, a distinct. That was a possibility that some guy just goes, oh, "Okay, they're just going to, you know, do this to us." I'm not having it. But was it even disrespectful? I don't know that I, it is or not. I don't, I don't think, think it was even a little bit disrespectful. I don't think it's a disrespectful, but I'm also not playing and losing a national championship game in blowout fashion. Yeah, but I, it had I been decided be, for what? The twenty I, game minutes prior, I get that, but it doesn't mean. I mean, you know, things happen in football games. I mean, what was the score of the Egg Bowl when the brawl started two, you know, three years ago? I mean, it's just things happen. Oh, it was a cool moment. Awesome. It's definitely a cool moment. I enjoyed watching it, but that was my first thought: was man, I hope the the OSU defensive tackle here doesn't decide. You know, he does. He's not here for the for the hallmark moment. All right, so culturally, what's different at Alabama? Why Jalen Waddle play in that game? Why did Landon Dickerson come into that game? Why did Devontae Smith come back out on the sideline to be with his guys? Why did nobody opt out? And and I guess the easy answer well, is it's the national championship. Uh, no, I know. I, I understand. I mean, the, the, the easy answer is it's the national championship game, right? But Jalen Waddle's going to be a top-of-the-first-round pick. Well, and he was still playing after the game was very much in the hands of Alabama. Uh, and he could have taken himself out at that point, and not a single person would have criticized at all. It would have been like, well, yeah, the game, I mean, you're blowing him out. Go enjoy the NFL. But there's something, I mean, everybody makes fun of the process, and... I understand why, because Nick Saban, if you're not performing, you're gone. It's just that simple. But maybe that's why. Because even though they're five- and four-star players, these elite-level players, they don't get coddled. There is a very strict standard, and if you don't follow that very strict standard, you can go play at Toledo. You're not playing here. And it's this cultural thing that is ingrained in them from the very beginning and it bears itself out. That's why they're so successful every year. It's It doesn't matter who's there. It's what you do while you're there, and it turns them into what you saw yesterday. Is there an argument to be made that what Jalen Waddell did was more valuable to him in terms of the eyes of the NFL than what he could have done by staying out and protecting himself? After what John told us, for some teams, for sure. Yeah, coaches and GMs love toughness. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back. Let's get started. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call them at 601-605-4443. So far this afternoon, some school traffic causing congestions in front of Brandon High School, as well as in front of Northwest Rankin and seeing congestion 468 in front of the correctional facility. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good so far. 
This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best for must you. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. What if you could save a life today? What if you could save three lives today? You have the chance. Right now, Mississippi Blood Services is currently seeing extremely low inventory of all blood types. We are urging all eligible donors to download the free Mississippi Blood Services app and locate the nearest blood drive to you today. Every donation of blood has the potential to save three lives and you can be that lifesaver be a hero be a donor with mississippi blood services find more info at msblood.com this is home answers radio and my guest today is trey jackson of bulldog construction trey if a business has uneven sidewalks they're asking for trouble would you agree Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Happy New Year to all you lawn-loving radio listeners out there. This is your local outdoor power equipment specialist, Cameron Hartley, here to tell you all about the great wintertime specials we have going on right now at Hartley Equipment. Homeowners, from now until the end of February, bring in your Xmark mower and receive 10% off on seasonal tune-up services. For this special, we're also offering free pickup and delivery within 10 miles of the store on all Xmark mowers. If you're ready to trade in your old Xmark for a brand new one, then Hartley Equipment will offer you top dollar on your trade-in. Right now, we have financing options with 0% interest and no money down. Get a new Xmark Zero Turn for as little as $79 a month. With the purchase of any new Xmark Zero Turn, we're going to give you a free first service and a $100 prepaid Visa gift card. Come by Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt and see for yourself why we're the number one Xmark dealer in Mississippi. And as always, shop, shop smartly, shop Hartley. Hartley. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. To the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. 
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Brian Haydad, Michael Borky, thank you for being with us. You want to be a part of the conversation? C Spire text line is open to you. 601-879-4395. A couple of things. Regarding the comparison between the Alabama team this year versus LSU last year, fairly weak East champ in Florida and an Ole Miss team without a defense played Alabama pretty close. And the final doesn't indicate how close that game really was. That's true. I did respond to him, but a much worse Ole Miss team a year ago torched LSU. Again, in a loss, but really exposed LSU defensively. LSU got better defensively down the stretch after that game. Alabama got better the remainder of the year after the Ole Miss game. Um, Strider in Indianola says that uh, Jalen Waddell was showing the owners in the NFL that he is fully recovered. Somebody said Waddell still has screws in his leg. Dusty and Holka says Alabama, 2020 Alabama, because of the all-SEC schedule. I lean in the direction of Alabama, but it is a gentle lean, and I'm afraid some of that's recency bias as well. Like We just saw it. We kind of just saw LSU, too. Yeah, I'm wondering if this year's version of LSU is like jading my memory <laughs> of Possibly, yeah. just how good last year LSU was. Especially when you know that even with all their losses, Alabama's still going to be really good next year, and you know that even with their losses, LSU was not good at all this year. Who was met yeah. with more resistance? What do you mean? During the season, who who played a tougher schedule? Who had more difficult games during the season? You mean Alabama this year or LSU last year? Yeah. It's close. I mean, LSU in the non-conference did play Texas. Um, you know, at LSU also had to play Alabama, whereas Alabama this year, the, the LSU team they played was not good. So I think the, I think the answer this year is, is Alabama, but, I mean, it's not a huge, it's not a huge gulf. Alabama's toughest games were obviously Ohio, obviously Ohio State. I would put Texas A&M ahead of Notre Dame as far as game difficulty. And they Georgia. played three top five teams, or and then Georgia. So they, and Florida. I mean, Florida was a top ten team when they played them. Blew out Georgia. Blew out Texas A&M. Ran up a billion yards against Florida. Never really felt like they were out of control in that game, and obviously beat the brakes off of Ohio State. And played with their food against Notre Dame, as you said? Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what they did. I mean, LSU, not to diminish their accomplishments, it was quite incredible, but they did struggle with Texas. Boy, that was a fun game. It was a fun game. Texas wasn't as good as any of the teams that we've mentioned with Alabama. And they struggled there. They struggled with Ole Miss, although Alabama did as well. They did beat Alabama, but that was a heck of a football game. I just it feels yeah. like Alabama was more dominant, and Auburn was better last year. Uh, Mississippi State was better last year. 
Um, trying to think who who they would have played. Tennessee was better last year. <laughs> but I'm sorry, no, but yeah, I guess that's LSU didn't play Tennessee last year, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I'm wrong on that. Who did you, who did LSU play? Arkansas in the East? was worse. Yeah. Who did they play from the East? I mean, they beat Florida from the East. Well, yeah, they play Florida every year. I'm trying to think who the other team was. I don't. Remember. They played Vanderbilt and scored like sixty. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um. This is a no-brainer. Last year's LSU team was better than this year's Alabama team. Last year's LSU team basically beat this year's Alabama team, plus Ruggs third and Judy. They didn't, basically, though. They didn't. Yeah, there were some pretty significant subtractions on the defensive side a year ago. You remember how much Alabama struggled with injuries on the defensive side last year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Also, Mac Jones outperformed Tua. Just reality. I mean, you can say he had a better team around him or whatever, but I have a, I have another question for us to ponder. Um, by the way, Bill Bender is going to join us from the uh, the Sporting News uh, twenty minutes after four, so about twenty twenty two minutes from right now. Why is it that Mac Jones? is not being looked at, and some might argue that he is, but I would say, generally speaking, he's not, is not being looked at the same way Joe Burrow was looked at a year ago. Is it fair to say that that Mac Jones is not getting as much credit as Joe Burrow got last year? Without a doubt. Absolutely. I just wanted to make sure that I was not making that up. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will be right back. I'm Rich Dennison. President Trump traveled to the U.S. border in Texas to tout his administration's policies on immigration and construction of the wall. He dismissed Democratic efforts to impeach him and spoke about last week's deadly violence at the U.S. Capitol. Now is the time for our nation to heal, and it's time for peace and for calm. The president earlier rejecting claims his comments last week incited supporters to storm the U.S. Capitol. Lawmakers are being updated on inauguration security by the Secret Service, Defense Department, and Department of Homeland Security. Security has been beefed up around the U.S. Capitol and other D.C. landmarks since last week's violent protest and breach of the U.S. Capitol. An FBI memo has warned of armed protest in all 50 state capitals and Capitol Hill ahead of President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America is listening to Fox News. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again! If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from All Britons on Facebook? 
Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Vaccine eligibility in Mississippi is expanding. Governor Tate Reeves has announced that those over the age of 65 and those with underlying health conditions can now set up an appointment to receive their first dose of the vaccine. Prior to today's announcement, availability was limited to those over 75 and to healthcare workers. For more information, visit us online at newsms.fm. And with the assistance of new data, authorities are asking for your help in identifying a young John Doe from Sharkey County. Discovered in Sharkey County in 2014, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children is now able to partially identify the victim as a young African-American child between the ages of 5 and 7. For more information and to see a facial reconstruction released by authorities, visit newsms.fm. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. This is Mississippi State Bulldog, Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Honey, are you sure you don't need to call Mississippi 811 before you dig the post holes? I'm just going down a foot or two. It's really not digging. Okay, but I'm just saying. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Digging post holes? You'll need to call Mississippi 811 two days before you dig to prevent you from hitting things like underground electric wires. <laughs> Honey, our electricity just died. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. Gas prices continue to rise. Fuel analyst Trilby Lundberg attributes the climb to a hike in crude oil prices. Our gasoline demand is extremely low. It's very, very weak, mostly because of deep unemployment. At the same time, with crude oil prices going up, refiners here in the U.S. have it very tough. They're paying more for their resource, and yet there's already a glut of gasoline and diesel in the country. And as the new state flag rose above the Capitol Monday, House Speaker Philip Gunn says this is a chance for Mississippi to write a new story. This flag starts a new chapter in the state of Mississippi and it is a blank page and we can determine what this new flag represents as we move forward and I hope Mississippians will take that opportunity to put forward an image that we can be proud of, something that we want the world to know about Mississippi and this flag will represent that. Passed by the legislature, Governor Tate Reeves signed the bill officially ratifying the new flag Monday. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. 
Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too, and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash Three from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash Three has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash Three sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Mississippi's official midday meeting place, The JT Show, tomorrow morning at 10 on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday, the day after the national championship game, which saw Alabama win and win convincingly over Ohio State. 7-7 at the end of the first quarter, 35-17 at the half, 45-24 at the end of three and uh, 52-24 was the final. Alabama got an early touchdown from Najee Harris. Master Teague answered with a rushing touchdown with 4.55 left in the first quarter. Five-yard touchdown fast, Mac Jones to Devontae Smith, and then on a, uh, a short field, one play, 19 yards, aided by a pass interference call. Uh, Master Teague scored his, uh, his second touchdown of the game, tied it at 14. After that, Alabama. Mac Jones to Najee Harris, 26 yards. Would you say one of the best tosses to a running back and then run after the catch that you've seen on that particular play? It was a good play, for sure. Wow. Great insight, hey, Dad. I mean, I don't know what you say. Drop in money. It's more than you said. Broadcast school's really paying off. That's a good play. I mean, you know, I've, I've, it's a wheel route. I love a wheel route. Ah, that wasn't a that wasn't a wheel, was it? It wasn't. Wasn't what that other... the one where he just kind of flipped it over a defender, Najee Harris, and and then Harris just kind of did all the work and shook a couple of guys and made a move and then bulldozed the guy re- into the end zone. I have to rewatch it. I've thought at the time it was just a wheel route. Harris had a great quote after the game, too. I wish I'd had it in audio form. I don't. I tried to find it. Couldn't immediately find it. But uh, he was asked by a reporter, how did you make it look so effortless? He was like, what are you talking about effortless? He's like, those guys hit hard, man. I'm sore. I'm tired. What do you mean effortless? It hurt. <laughs> that was pretty good. He's a funny guy and really smart, too. There was a, I think, last week leading up to the game, uh, on Zoom, the players apparently can't see the faces of the reporter or the names. They're just hmm. kind of standing at a podium and they're getting the audio. A guy asked a question and Najee goes, wait, hold on. Are you? And then he said his name. I can't remember. It was a guy that covered him when he was a high school football player years ago in California. He recognized the guy's wow. voice. 
and said, man, how are you? Like, great to hear from you. That's really cool. Like, glad you're, I got to hear from you again all these years later. That's pretty cool. He seems like a really bright, really cool guy. Did you know that Mac Jones already had an undergraduate degree and a master's degree? Which, I didn't, but I, you know. Which they should, by the way. Which, so sure. The, the kid that, that couldn't go to Mississippi State, while I think it's a bad rule, you're always in school when you're a football player. How in four years don't you have a degree by now? <laughs> yeah. and, and listen, no disrespect intended, but we're talking about four years at San Jose State, not four years at Stanford. Yeah. I would think that the curriculum would be slightly easier. Maybe he just he did what I did, man. I, I knew I had four years, but I knew I had every like I, I could stay there in the summer, three summers. I, I did the winter session stuff, so I knew my semesters I could take twelve hours every semester. <laughs> so maybe that's what he did. He just took the bare minimum. Yeah. Far be it for me to talk about how long it takes somebody to finish a degree. Yeah, um, Van Wilder over here. I am uh my 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 freshman uh first semester freshman was uh fall 1999 and I, th- I i gotta go back and look I, I think my diploma says 2007 maybe it's two no it's 2006 it was a it was a seven-year window hey dr cross one you got it one undergraduate degree my wife um started school two years after me and in the same window got three degrees and part of yours, as you've told us before. Oh, she was helpful. Yeah. She was helpful along the way. Never underestimate the power of a uh, soy chai latte. So was that fraternity <laughs> test bank, but... <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about there. Uh, yeah, me either. 14,926, the attendance. It looked okay on television... Like, from field level, man, it was sad looking at the stands from the aerial shots. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is what it is. You know, hope, hopefully that's the last college football game we'll see. Like, Well, I guess we'll see some in the spring. But as far as the Power Five or the FBS goes, that's, hopefully that's the last one. At least yeah. uh, somebody got to be there. I did. It did crack me up, though. So you, you guys have encountered Alabama fans before. I unfortunately have had to deal with them myself. Friends of mine uh, went to school there. And so I get to hear from them all the time. And Alabama people, like, remember the day Ole Miss beat them in 2014 and they stormed the field? Yeah. A big meme that was getting shared around Alabama circles was Ole Miss after beating a top 10 team and the field was covered. Alabama after beating a top 10 team and it was just their football field. Which, by the way, that one of them looks like more fun than the other, but I digress. Alabama fans pride themselves on, yeah, we expect to win. We don't really care that, you know, we just, winning's part of our culture here, as if, like, your gender studies degree uh, is part of the culture at Alabama. They had their, the, the strip there in Tuscaloosa was filled with people. Act like you've been there before. Isn't that what you tell us all the time? That winning's boring, you don't really care that much, and then during a pandemic, you're out there crowding the streets? What's wrong with you guys? Practice what that you That was preach. quite the scene. It was pretty cool. I, I mean, I know you know we're supposed to, oh, oh no, but a bunch of college kids celebrating a national championship is a scene that I wish I was a, a part of when I was a student because that looked well, I, like a blast. 
And look, I mean, that was the inevitable part two of the uh, of the two act play that you saw in Tuscaloosa. Part one was the students who were lined up spanning city blocks waiting for the bars to open, bundled up in coats and hoodies and jerseys and everything else at like 10 or 11 a.m. yesterday. Fast forward to midnight, (laughs) many of those same students who 12 hours earlier had been in line to get into bars to watch the games spilling out into the streets to celebrate a national championship. It's kind of inevitable. Yeah. It is. But they should act like they've been there before because they like to tell us all the time that they're better than that. Well, it didn't look like it. I think winning's fun and it doesn't matter how much you've done it. Of course not. It's always great. But they police how other people win and they need to stay in their own lane, especially when they're going to do crap like that. I have too much experience with Alabama fans, as it turns out. Um, Why... I asked the question at the uh, the end of the 3 o'clock hour, why are we looking at Mac Jones through a different lens than the lens we used to look at Joe Burrow last year? I think the reason for that is Alabama has been on a great run of quarterbacks lately, and LSU has not. I mean, for a long time it was always, man, if LSU could ever get a quarterback, they'd be dangerous. And they finally got one. And so people heaped a lot of praise. Not that he didn't deserve the praise. He had a fantastic season, maybe the best ever by a college football player. But I think that's more of it because we're just used to seeing Alabama quarterbacks do well. You know, even even though their stats weren't flashy, McElroy and McCarron, Blake Sims, Jake Coker, I mean, they, they were successful. LSU, it just seemed like they were constantly looking for that guy and that never finding him. Can you thought, Borky? Honestly, I don't know. I think Joe Burrow became a media darling with just his swagger and stuff. I think that also helped a lot. But I don't know. And I don't think it's fair. Because on one hand, I was talking to a buddy about this last night. Because do you draft Mac Jones was the question. And we centered the conversation around the Saints. Because I do not think the Saints should stick with Taysom Hill. So I hope they're in the market for a quarterback. There's some in free agency that I'm interested in. But if Mac Jones is at 32 because the Saints are picking at 32 because they're winning the Super Bowl. Correct. Do you draft Mac Jones? And the counter-argument is, well, I mean, it's really easy for him to play quarterback with the best offensive line in front of him and those wide receivers that are always open, but it's really not that simple for him, is it? Because there are times where he makes NFL throws to guys that really aren't open. They're not college open. They're NFL open. And I'm sure it is easier to operate behind that offensive line more so than other quarterbacks in college football. And it was brought up to me that, well, Tua, as a rookie, has not looked good, looked really uncomfortable with the speed of the NFL. Maybe there's an element to that of Mac Jones, but there is so much upside there with him that flashes and not because of who he's throwing to, to me. You remember how good Joe Burrow was was in the national championship game last year mm-hmm. against Clemson? Yeah. Threw for 463 yards and five touchdowns. You know what Mac Jones did last night? Threw for 464 yards and five touchdowns. Bill joins us next. 
from the Sporting News, Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them up at 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. For the most part, looking pretty good. No wrecks or breakdowns causing any significant problems. Do see a little congestion on Lakeland Drive between River Oaks and Airport Road. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. Buckle up and drive safe. Have a great evening. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call 601-353-5217. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. I'm Lauren McGraw with GuideGo. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go 601-879-3969. Hey Tom, looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at Fillmore Buick GMC Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard to find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton and Oxford. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Accurate information is a precious commodity. Get yours from News Mississippi and Fox News. Trusted sources on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Phone line, check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Bill Bender from the Sporting News joins us right now. Bill, it's been a little while since we've talked. Hope you and your family had a great holiday season. What did you make of last night's national championship game? Offense wins championships and offense wins championships. <laughs> 
Um, impressive display by the Crimson Tide's offense. Devontae Smith was incredible in the first half. Um, there's not much else to say. I mean, Nick Saban clearly enjoyed this team more than he enjoyed some other ones, and that might just be a sign of everything that everybody's gone through this season. Do, do you think that's what it is, it, that this was a difficult year all in all, or do you think there's something else? Commitment, excellence, you know, no issues, great chemistry. Do you think that could be it? I mean, yeah. They, it, you can make the argument it's the greatest team of all time. And that teams like that, I mean, it comes with the offense that they had. They, it's certainly their most decorated team of all time. I mean, what award did they not win? Yeah. Um, and I think the fact that one thing, and people were getting on this a little bit last night, you know, people saying, well, Jalen Waddell shouldn't be out there. Well, first of all, that's Jalen Waddell's decision, number one. And second of all, they clearly have a culture there where those kids care about football. And I don't think he was pressured to play or anything like that. He went out there and wanted to be a part of it. And, uh, you know, I guess there's a responsibility for your kid's safety and all that, but you know, I, I, I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing if I could go back and play football again. Bill, I said earlier that I thought the uh, the, the sideline report that Allison Williams offered up was the single most informative sideline hit I've heard at any point this season when she said, hey guys, important to know about Jalen Waddell. He has been fully cleared medically, he's got full range of motion back, and he's gotten all of his speed back. I mean, you want to talk about giving me something that I didn't know. I thought that was it from Allison Williams. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they, he, he was limping through it, but it was made a big play on that first touchdown drive. I mean, I thought it was pretty cool that Landon Dickerson went out there and played at the end, too. Um, Absolutely. Given what he's meant to that program. Those are, and that's what that uh, – other programs can criticize all that, but that goes into a little bit of the reason why that man has six national championships there. And I know some of it is, well, anybody could win with that talent. Well, you have to make that talent come to you. And he did that. And the factory is obvious. They outclassed a pretty good Ohio State team, too. I mean, Ohio State had to overcome a lot to get there, too, and they were missing some guys. But they just found out that, I mean, this Alabama machine was something else this year. Bill, um, you said arguably the greatest of all time. We've kicked that around a little bit this afternoon. Uh Try to set the recency bias aside. 2019 LSU against 2020 Alabama. Who you got? That's been, that's game game on. I mean, LSU did beat them in Tuscaloosa last year, and a lot of the same pieces are there. But Mac Jones over a full season, it's different. That offensive line, more year of maturity under its belt. Be a fun game. I mean, I. I I don't know what to say. It's it's like a mirror image. I'd probably go Alabama in a close one, but I mean Joe Burrow and that offense. That's kind of almost disrespecting how good they were last year. Yeah, I wonder what the total would be. So seventy four and a half was the total going into that. I wonder what Vegas would set the total for twenty nineteen LSU against twenty eight twenty twenty Alabama, like eighty six. I mean, it'd be up there for sure. I think something to keep in mind, uh, you know, I, I tweeted this out. So you look at the last seven college football playoff championship games, 40 points per game is the average score for the winners, 40.9. And then the losers are around like 24.8. And that's, to me, if you're building 
a successful college football program right now, that's what you want to shoot for during the regular season. I want my offense to average 40. We can give up about 24, and that'd be a win. That, those are the magic numbers in some ways. So, as the game has changed, you do need that 40. I think you need the 40-point offense just to get on the ta- at the table, so to speak, yeah. for the real contenders. All right, so real contenders already. We're starting to see the way too early preseason polls, and I, I see Georgia popping up on a, a lot of people's radar, as would be expected. I'm curious if Kirby had the aha moment at some point during this season when he kind of realized what was going on around him. The the, the uh, same aha uh, moment that Nick Saban had four years ago or five years ago when he hired Lane Kiffin and said, okay. We've got to go be dynamic offensively because Georgia's kind of the last elite level program that is a holdout on let's go fast, let's go breakneck pace, let's go score as many as we can. Did that change at some point this year during the season for Kirby and Georgia? I mean, they have to if they really want to do it, though. I mean, they, their program resembles the early Saban dynasty, if that makes sense. Absolutely. It resembles it does. the. Uh, yeah, like the ground and pound, we're going to beat you with defense, we're going to get physical, all those kind of things. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, with JT Daniels next year, same running game. The, they have accumulated enough talent through recruiting that their fans are going to start to ask for something more. If Then they have already been doing that. But they're kind of on the clock. They've been on the clock since 1980. I mean, I, I say that of all the blue bloods, Georgia still has the longest drought. I'm not making a joke or anything. I'm just saying – that's the team that's been on the clock the longest. Does anything change for Ohio State with the way Ryan Day builds this team or approaches next year based on the result from this game? Um, I don't know. I mean, they were missing some defensive linemen that they needed. I think they've got the offensive part down. I mean, quarterback, good running game. Trey Sermon's injury was also a factor. Just Alabama was a little bit better. And, and Ryan Day continues to recruit at a high clip. They missed some difference makers on defense and went to the NFL the previous year, guys like Chase Young, Jeff Okuda. I'm kind of wrestling with right now is, was Ohio State better last year than they were this year? I think they were. I think with Okuda and Young and J.K. Dobbins, they were probably a little bit better last year. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with that. And in fact, I'm not even sure there's a real debate when you put Chase Young into the mix. I mean, you're talking about a defensive lineman that nearly won the Heisman. Well, I mean, obviously he finished a distant second, but was the first legitimately in the conversation defensive player for the Heisman. What? Since Charles Woodson? Yep, and finalist and all this kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, they've they're maybe in Dominican Sue. Yeah, that he should have won it for sure. Um, so they've won four straight. Um, Big Ten championships, they'll be in position to win another one, too. There's nobody in the Big Ten that's that's kind of in their zip code in terms of trying to compete for one right now. At least that's my opinion. Not related to last night's game, uh, Michigan announces the extension for Harbaugh. Was that Michigan waving the white flag and saying, we're just going to be content with where we are, or was this a sign that, uh, I don't know, they're somehow growing up and, and making smart decisions? Uh, it's a prove-it deal for both sides. I mean, you know, Harbaugh's got work to do. I, I go back to Notre Dame in 16 when Brian Kelly, uh, he was 4-8, and eight and they went through this. And what's he done since? He's 43-8 and eight since. And that, I would argue that they're 
the fourth best program in college football right now. And, and the record says they are. Um, I uh, think that's what Harbaugh has to do next. He has to improve his recruiting. He has to find a quarterback. <laughs> that's the big thing. Find a quarterback that can tilt the field a little bit, maximize his talent. And, and they've got NFL talent. Just continue to develop it. And I think they need to recruit in Ohio more personally. So uh, those are the kind of the checklist. And if he fails, the buyout's low. And, you know, Matt Campbell's still around. That was good news for them is Matt Campbell didn't go anywhere else. Do you think this is like a one-year bridge for, for Michigan? Like they've got to see results next year or they've gotten this thing to a spot where it just it's either get better or we'll do something else? They're pigeonholed a little bit. There's no doubt about that. Um, the results are like that, but what is that result? Is it beat Ohio State or else? Because that's probably not going to happen. Um, you know, those kind of things. I mean, I think they need – to be a lot more competitive. One of the things that was glaring this year was they were, they didn't have a player on the first, second, or third team all Big Ten conference team. I can't remember that ever happening. It's crazy. Bill yeah. Bender from the Sporting News. Um, one last thing for you. What will be the lasting image or images from the 2020 season? The, the, what's going to stick in your mind when you think the 2020 season, what, what's there? Landon Dickerson picking up Nick Saban on the field. I mean, that's that's the first image. And we got there. And there were so many things that happened. Um, you know, Michael Penix, Penix diving for the end zone against Penn State. There were great moments this season. It was a lot of fun. And um, the fact that we got through it in the middle of a pandemic, hopefully everything from here forward can be geared toward, you know, the traditions, the, the things that we enjoy about college football so we can get those back in 2021. Certainly hope that is the case. Bill, always appreciate your time. We made it through this year, even though a lot of people said we couldn't or we shouldn't. Thank goodness we made it. Uh, Thank goodness, indeed. Thanks so much for having me on. Talk to you soon. That is Bill Bender on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. We will be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 49. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, low around 27. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 53. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 33. Thursday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. Thursday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 56. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Ridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry Ridgeland. 144 Tactical, Highway 49 South in Florence. Come check out our selection of custom AR-15s as well as parts and accessories. When it comes to your firearm needs, we've got you covered with customizing, laser engraving, or modifications. 144 is a certified Cerakote facility offering a lifetime warranty on all coatings and 144 rifles. Let our professionals help you turn your custom needs into reality. 12 months, same as cash financing on everything in the store. 144tactical.com. As a small business owner, you know that running a business is no easy task. 
You're in the office and on your third cup of coffee before most even roll out of bed. That's why you need office equipment and solutions that help keep your business running smoothly. The experts at RJ Young provide office technology that ensures your business's network stays efficient and secure. So you can focus on what truly matters, growing your business. To discover how RJ Young can help your small business grow, visit rjyoung.com slash smallbusiness. Pillium Corporation. When people hear our name, they say, cool name. What exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services, and networking. Plus, next generation body cameras, in-car video systems, and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Final sale days, final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Ridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Vaccine eligibility in Mississippi is expanding. Governor Tate Reeves has announced that those over the age of 65 and those with underlying health conditions can now set up an appointment to receive their first dose of the vaccine. Prior to today's announcement, availability was limited to those over 75 and to healthcare workers. For more information, visit us online at newsms.fm. And with the assistance of new data, authorities are asking for your help in identifying a young John Doe from Sharkey County. Discovered in Sharkey County in 2014, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children is now able to partially identify the victim as a young African-American child between the ages of 5 and 7. For more information and to see a facial reconstruction released by authorities, visit newsms.fm. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones faster. Saying it anymore would be. Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade in. Most people think there are just seven wonders of the modern world. But if you wake up with Super Talk, you know there are eight. The amount of information and entertainment Paul Gallo fits into one three-hour show is simply astounding. astounding. 
Amazing it is. News, weather, sports, and interviews with the movers, shakers, and playmakers. Experience the wonder of Gallo. Every morning on Super Talk Mississippi. The friggin' wax out of your head. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is Sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs> We've kind of worked our way. I don't know if we've come to a clear resolution, but have kind of for an hour and a half worked our way through the conversation of 2019 LSU or 2020 Alabama. So what else? You had kind of a, a list of, of working thoughts about the game. Where else should we go? We'll start here because he uh, arrived in Austin today in Texas last night, congratulated him. At least they didn't claim... Uh, the national championship for their own like they did the Heisman Trophy. So they've upgraded. But either way, Sark is now the head coach at Texas. Was Alabama's offense this year good because of Sark? Or was Sark's offense good because of Alabama and who he had to work with? Yes. Yeah, I mean, Kiffin has been (laughs) successful since he left. I mean... It's it's that's what makes Alabama so dangerous. It's the combination of good coaches and good players. You know, it's not just you know any Joe Schmo out there calling plays. It's not just you know a bunch of a Ham and Eggers out there trying to run them. It's the best of the best in both situations. So yeah, Richard is right. Yes, they 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 both mutually benefited from each other. I I have a friend who admittedly is a little bit biased, but knows pretty well both Lane Kiffin and Steve Sarkeesian. And we were having a conversation all back when the whole Lane Kiffin to Auburn rumors were kind of bouncing around a little bit. And we just kind of got into like a coaching search conversation. And this guy who's pretty connected in the college football world maintains that Lane Kiffin is one of, if not the best play caller in college football. Now, obviously, there's lots of other stuff going on with, with Lane Kiffin. You know, u- u- unique personality, uh, aloof, funny on Twitter, disengaged with the media, you know, all those things. But just when you, bear it, when, you, when you boil it down to just as an offensive mind and play caller, maybe the best in college football. And then he followed it up by saying, unless Sark is a little bit better. Hmm. There was some creativity in play design last night. Yeah, and stuff that you had never seen before. I mean, you know, bringing Devontae Smith in motion into the backfield and then reversing him out of that into a, you know, all, all kinds of stuff that was really, really impressive. And, and, and route concepts and whatever else. And the better players argument... It's, yeah, so I just asked the question. I, I don't uh, think that he's good because of Alabama. Be, especially because of this game. Because the better players argument doesn't really apply here. 
And maybe you can say marginally Alabama's got more talent than Ohio State, but generally speaking, Ohio State has a couple of linebackers that are going to get drafted, defensive linemen that are going to get drafted, and players in the secondary that are going to get drafted. That was NFL-caliber players versus NFL-caliber players. Like I said earlier, it's it's not like they did that against Toledo. So the, yeah, Mac Jones was good because his players are better argument applies when they're playing Mississippi State and winning by 40 points. Not when they're playing Ohio State. I think it's a really significant difference. And that leads to my next question. You both had a pretty quick answer. Something that I talked about earlier before we got to Bill Richard, if you were Mickey Loomis in New Orleans, you need a quarterback. Spare me the Taysom Hill stuff. You need a quarterback. And Mac Jones is available at 32, although most people don't think he is or will be. But if he is, do you pick him? I'm assuming that... um... Zach Wilson from BYU is not still available with the last pick of the first round. A lot of people think he has jumped fields. Yeah. I mean, what, uh, is it Schefter that now has fields projected at like 15 to the Patriots? Yeah. I think it's 11, but same difference. Okay. <laughs> no. You don't. There, I said it out loud, okay? So... I can make all kinds of arguments for Mac Jones as a college quarterback. I think I can even make an argument for Mac Jones as a better college quarterback in this single season than Joe Burrow was last year at LSU. That might be a hollow argument, but but I think I could make it. And look, man, you you may need to go ahead and get the the plate full of crow ready for me to eat on this when we look up three years and Mac Jones is an all-pro quarterback with somebody in the NFL and he's already won a Super Bowl and, and whatever else. I don't see it as an NFL quarterback. Like, I saw it. And like Ryan Brown and I, you remember we talked about this back before the season began. Very few people were on the Mac Jones is going to be really good at Alabama train. Borky, I think you were. I was. Ryan Brown very much was. But I'm not sure that I see the skill set for the NFL there. And I'm not 100% sure why, because he made all the throws, and he made all the throws to NFL receivers this year. He's mobile enough. He's not nearly as mobile or can go get it for you with his feet feet as Joe Burrow was last year. I mean, I'm not even like beginning to try and make a comparison to a Jalen Hurts or uh, you know, a Lamar Jackson or the elite runner. I'm just talking about in terms of guys that move in the pocket. <sighs> Tell me why I'm wrong on this. Because I've been think I, I have I have been thinking about this for weeks now, that I don't think Mac Jones in the NFL is going to work. I think Mac Jones in the NFL from a career standpoint is going to look a lot like Greg McElroy in the NFL. 
I mean, what Alabama quarterback has been successful? I mean, I know Tua is a, you know, a rookie, but it's not like he just took the world by storm. Jalen Hurts looked okay at times this year, but, I mean, I don't know. Joe Namath, is that the last one? Is Kenny Stabler? Are those the last two Alabama quarterbacks that were, like, really successful in the NFL? A.J. McCarron? Really successful? No. So, yeah. I, mean, I think I think it's sort of what we, we were saying about the college thing with, you know, LSU had never had a quarterback. It's sort of the same thing here. I think that's, you know, until Alabama puts a quarterback into the NFL that has, you know, success, we're all going to say, well, you know, there's just a product of the system and so on and so forth. Chris and Madison says, Mac Jones is a better quarterback than he gets credit for. Why everyone is down on him blows my mind. I'm not a Bama fan to say either. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think Mac Jones is getting enough credit for this season. I don't think he got enough credit for last night. I think he should have been the offensive player of the game. He was incredibly accurate. He got the ball to the right place. He clearly processed information quickly. There was nothing that defenses could throw at him that he couldn't handle, but I'm just not quite seeing it for Mac Jones as an NFL quarterback. Maybe I, I think we lose sight of how good you have to be to be a really good NFL quarterback. And just because... You're the best. You're a, even a great quarterback on the best team in college football. Does not mean you're a great NFL quarterback. And we got examples all over the place, right? Yeah. I mean, e- Eli Manning was a great college quarterback on an average set of college football teams when he was at Ole Miss, and turned into a really, really good NFL quarterback. Dak Prescott was a great college quarterback on an at times average, that grew into really good college football team because of him and has gone on to be a really good NFL quarterback. But even that's a debate, and that shows you how difficult it is. Deshaun Watson was a great quarterback on a great team, and he is a really good NFL quarterback. He and Baker Mayfield are your examples of guys that came from virtual football factories that have made it right away. But but who else are we talking about? Okay, we're talking about Tom Brady, you know, six-round pick. Yeah, and didn't Wasn't the full-time start starter at Michigan. We're talking about Aaron Rodgers, junior college to Cal. Really good, but not great quarterback at Cal, who has turned into an all-time great in the NFL. Peyton Manning was a great college quarterback on a really, really good college football program that turned into an all-time great in the NFL. There are more examples of high-level NFL quarterbacks coming from non-football factories than the opposite. And I think there's a direct correlation between the two. I think guys playing with lesser talent around them is better preparing them for the NFL. Have you seen the dad bod pic floating around of Mac Jones on the interwebs? I have. That is... It's peak male form right there. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. We'll be back. 
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, just call 601-605-4443. So far, seeing some delays due to heavy traffic uh, build up 49 southbound in Ridgeland at Harper and uh, looks like some heavy traffic on Lakeland between River Oaks and North Flowwood Drive. Elsewhere, things looking pretty good. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call 601-353-5217. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on our individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. Arranged by Jimmy Primos just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolt and Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi, the home of Ole Miss Sports, brought to you in part by All Britain's Jewelers, Diamonds, Watches, Specialty Gifts, and more. Your family-owned full-service jewelers since 1920. Visit All Britain's Jewelry in their new location on Old Canton Road behind Highland Village. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Divorce can be complicated, even more so if there are children involved. If you're a father and want to protect your rights, consider Cordell & Cordell. As a partner men can count on, they have helped men with matters like these for 30 years. Visit CordellCordell.com to learn more. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Jackson area attorneys online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, Principal Partner. Who doesn't love the holiday season? Food, family, and friends. Keep Mississippi Beautiful wants to remind everyone that while you're enjoying the holidays, remember to do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful and safe. Mask up, pick up, and clean up Mississippi. Let's all do our part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Together, we can do this. To learn more about Keep Mississippi Beautiful and the beautification efforts across our state, visit KeepMSBeautiful.com. That's KeepMSBeautiful.com. Happy holidays from all of us at Keep Mississippi Beautiful. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching for C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad. So, Borky, I, I know you hate it when I go to this text message. But, it, it stands out to me. It says there's not even a comparison between Steve Sarkeesian and Lane Kiffin, Sark is at least ten times the offensive mind. I mean, that's not a subjective number, is it? Sark actually runs his own stuff. What the heck does that mean? Kiffin's numbers in Alabama are not nearly what Sark's numbers are now. It's not even a debate. Sarkeesian is better than Kiffin. Well, that's fine if that's your opinion. But let's use some facts to go along with this as well. First of all, The conversation a moment ago was me sharing with you a conversation I had with someone who's pretty closely tied to college football and knows both of those guys well. It was somebody else's opinion that I was just sharing for the sake of conversation. Number two, Lane Kiffin, as the offensive coordinator, got Alabama to the semifinals of the college football playoff with Blake Sims as his quarterback. And the following year, they went 14-1 and and won a national championship with Jake Coker playing quarterback. And yes, I do know that Nick Saban and Lane Kiffin parted ways between the semifinal and the national championship game. A game where they beat Clemson 45-40. to But the week before that, they beat Michigan State 38 to nothing. So, yeah. Sark's numbers are better offensively. You know part of the reason why? Because Lane Kiffin served as the bridge between Alabama's old offense and what they are doing now offensively. Remember all those times that Nick Saban was yelling at Lane Kiffin on the sideline to run the ball? When's the last time you saw Nick Saban yell at his offensive coordinator to run the ball? He has handed that over to his offensive play callers, whether that's Brian Dayball or Steve Sarkeesian. But Lane Kiffin was the guy that had to go through that painful process of Alabama ain't going to look like Alabama anymore. Think whatever you want with regard to which one of those two is a better offensive mind or which is a better player. They're friends. And obviously the former players at Alabama still like Lane Kiffin because Borky evidence would be that tweet picture that surfaced during the game last night. 
<laughs> is uh, Raekwon Davis one of the largest human beings on planet Earth? As a monster. Gracious, he's big. Looked like he was photoshopped in there. He yeah. did. And that was a bunch of NFL players. Yeah. yeah. Including Julio, right? Wasn't he in the picture also? He's sitting right next to Kiffin. And a bottle of Hennessy. Was it opened right. or unopened? They hadn't it opened unopened. it yet. It was early. At that point, they all grown it was up. early. Man, I would have been more surprised if there wasn't Hennessy in that suite, to be honest with you. I mean, why not? You're hanging out in Miami at the national championship game. Get wild, guys. Look, I, I promise that I'm not trying to be a Lane Kiffin defender here. I, I understand that's how it's coming across. I think Sarkeesian called one of the most brilliant offensive games ever in college football last night. And he's been brilliant all season long. But for you to submit as evidence for your argument on the C Spire text line, Jalen Hurts, quote, we never really had a second read with Coach Kiffin. He told me if my first read is not open, run the ball. Is it possible because... That's because Jalen Hurts wasn't able to work through his progressions and wasn't that great of a passer? Is that, like, possible? Maybe? Because I think there's plenty of evidence out there of quarterbacks working under Lane Kiffin working through their progressions and looking at different options. Not just having one-trick ponies play the quarterback position. And just, oh, by the way, he was a head coach in the NFL at 30. I know it was a disaster. I, I, I get that. And, and, and Al Davis and Lane Kiffin are not sending each other. Al Davis, rest his soul, before he was no longer with us. They're not mailing each other holiday greeting cards. I understand. But he was hired as a head coach in the NFL at like 30. It says something, I think. College Football Fix coming your way next. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Rich Dennison. President Trump today in Texas talking about border security, dismissing talk of impeachment, and saying the suggestion he be removed from office using the 25th Amendment is of zero risk to him. But will come back to haunt Joe Biden and the Biden administration. As the expression goes, be careful what you wish for. The House is moving forward with impeachment, accusing the president of inciting insurrection. At least three more congressional members have contracted coronavirus following their lockdown in a secure location during last week's deadly violence at the U.S. Capitol building. Illinois Democrat Brett Schneider says he tested positive yesterday. In a statement, he says several Republican lawmakers refused to wear masks while locked down. Washington Democrat Pramila Jayapal and New Jersey Democrat Bonnie Watson-Coleman have also announced positive COVID tests. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. America is listening to Fox News. 
This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple of refined dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2021 Crest Pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive on the res by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The Department of Health wants to hear from you regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. Through the results of a new survey, health officials are hoping to learn the mindset of Mississippians as the Department of Health presses forward with its distribution plan. The survey, which takes around 10 minutes, asks key questions regarding your decision on whether or not you'll take the vaccine and why. For a link to the survey, visit newsms.fm. And the FBI is warning that armed protesters may gather outside of all 50 state capitals. Acting Homeland Security Deputy Secretary Ken Cusinelli appeared on America's Newsroom on Fox to address the warnings. There's a lot of statements out there, and while we need to take them seriously, at the same time, it would be an incredible unlikelihood to see what is described in those threats actually take place. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. Prior to signing the bill ratifying Mississippi's new state flag, Governor Tate Reeves reflected on its role in bringing the state together. It is one small effort to unify, but it is done in good faith. It is done with the hope that we can work together, that we can put aside our differences, that we can be neighbors in this state and in this country. Shortly after the bill was signed, the In God We Trust flag was flown outside the state capitol for the first time. And one Mississippi senator is trying to change the way the state's electoral votes are decided. Senator David Blunt has introduced a bill where Mississippi would join other states to give our electoral votes to the candidate who receives the national popular vote. Right now the votes go to the candidate which wins the state's popular vote. The bill has been referred to to the Senate Elections Committee. For more Mississippi news, find us online at newsms.fm. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi.
In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. It's big. Brace yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams with live reports from the games and practices on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, Dad's favorite song. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. Good to be with you Tuesday afternoon, the day after the national championship game, which means the 2020 college football season, at least for Power 5 schools, has come to an end. Had plenty of fun talking about last night's game between Ohio State and Alabama with you. And we'll continue to do that on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Thanks for being with us this afternoon. Um, I guess here we go. It's the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Plenty of savings for you. When you stop into your local Mississippi Ford dealer today, super low APR financing, big cash back, great lease offers on the full lineup of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Hey, Dad. I mean... The whole when there's smoke, there's fire. But are we crying wolf with regard to Zach, uh, to, to Zach Arnett? Or as long as there are openings for high-level defensive coordinator positions, his name is a possibility. Much ado about nothing. What, what do we do with the Zach Arnett conversation on 12 January 2021? Uh, it appears we're going to need to transfer that conversation to Sports Talk Louisiana. Uh, because the, all the indications now are that he might be headed to LSU. Uh, interviewed down there today, uh, his wife was with him, so that feels like a little bit more than just the regular, I'm going to show up and hear what you got to say. Uh, he's back in Starkville as of now, thanks to you know some good old flight tracker stuff. Uh, and there, we'll see what happens, but it looks uh, there's a lot of smoke leading towards him taking the job at LSU. 24-7 sports story earlier today, LSU is in the middle of its search for a new defensive coordinator. And a current assistant in the SEC West has reportedly piqued the Tigers' interest, according to Football Scoop. 
Mississippi State defensive coordinator Zach Arnett is in LSU's crosshairs, buzzword, and will reportedly interview with the Tigers and head coach Ed Ogeron this week. This week was, as Haydad told you, earlier today. Arnett's defense ranked fifth in the SEC in yards allowed, sixth in scoring, fourth in takeaways, Despite an air raid offense that struggled with consistency throughout Mississippi State's 25 sacks, ranked sixth across the SEC, and uh, the upfront defensive line was pretty darn good. Um, Arnett, per sources with direct knowledge, also remains among the top candidates for the defensive coordinator position on Steve Sarkeesian's inaugural Texas Longhorn staff. Haven't we seen this before, LSU and Texas fighting over a coach? It has happened in the past. Arnett also uh, interviewed Monday in Oregon. So just just based on the sheer volume of interviews he's taken now, and he, he also interviewed with Shane Beamer from South Carolina, it's pretty obvious that, that Zach Arnett is, is looking to, to leave Mississippi State. Uh, you know, Could he stay? Obviously, you know, the, the door is going to be open to him to do so, but it feels like he, he is trying to make his way uh, to another job. Why do you think that is? Well, I mean, in terms of both of LSU, Oregon, you know, Texas, I mean, those are better jobs. More money, easier to recruit. Strike while the iron's hot type thing. Yeah. LSU's interesting because, you know, I think we all know that Ortron's going to be on the hot seat next year. And it on paper, it looks like they should have some NCA issues coming up. But at the same time, think about it if you're Zach Arnett. You go down there. You get a good contract. You're going to have a good buyout. This time next year, LSU might have to hand you a check for 4 or $5 million, and you go find another job. So from a strictly business standpoint, that's that's a hell of a deal. So we'll see what happens. I would expect to know something in the next day or so. Do you remember we were talking last week? I think it was. I mentioned listening to the LSU post-game show after the, the Ole Miss LSU game, kind of driving yeah. away. And they were talking about fit, like cultural fit, personality fit. And they pointed to the fact that obviously it wasn't there with Bo Pelini, despite it being a splashy hire. It obviously wasn't there with Matt Canada, despite being a an incredibly splashy hire. You've been around Zach Arnett. You've watched Ed Ogeron from a distance. Is there... A personality fit here? Around is a is a very relative term. I've done Zoom calls with him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're both sort of gruff exterior kind of guys. I know that you know the comments that Orgeron made earlier this year or earlier last year about uh, this is the best the defense has ever looked or whatever he said. Arnett won't be going for that. Arnett is very much a a poor mouther, which I like. You know, he he's the guy who's like never satisfied with anything. Um, so I, I think they could. You know, they're both, they're both defensive coaches. Both have some experience out there on the West Coast, obviously, and, and Arnett's a West Coast guy. Um, they're both very matter-of-fact and business-like. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I think it could be a good fit. He's certainly a talented coach. So is Ed completely given up on the whole four-down lineman thing? Yeah, it looks like it. I mean, he interviewed Freeman and now this. I mean, I, mean, I think at this point it's just we got to get the best guy we can get, which it makes more sense, right? We're just talking about Kiffin and, and Saban, you know, changing. You can't be locked into something. You've got to just find the best guy and let them do what they they do best. Is the three down lineman thing becoming more common because of the need to play more defensive backs more often because of what college football has become? Yeah, I mean, you know, three three five, you know. <sighs> 
you think about four two five. I mean, that, that's taking a linebacker off and just you know. But I like the three three five. I thought it was you know it, it gave you a, a good setup against the run because State had some good run stopping linebackers last year. If you don't have that, that, it could be a problem. But then yeah, you want to have as much speed on the field as you can right now. You got you've got to have that. You know, you look at what LSU the way they recruit. I mean, they've got defensive players. They're they're they're, they're certainly not going to be lacking for talent uh, down there next year. So. Arnett, you know, I thought he did a good job of making chicken salad out of chicken you-know-what this year. I didn't think the defense was that talented. And then even as the the year progressed and State lost players to opt-outs and to injuries, the defense stayed pretty good the whole season long. So, yeah, I mean, Arnett's, Arnett working with LSU's talent, that's a, that's a, that's a good setup for, for both for both sides. Borky, question on the C Spire text line. I'm going to throw this one at you. How many do you think Saban will have before he retires? So he's and got I think seven how now? many is referring to national championships. He has seven now. Six of them at Alabama had the one at LSU. He retires after the next one, which will probably come next year. By the way, you asked me uh, in between the break about this, and we can talk about this later in the show, but I wanted to make sure we got it out there. Just over 18 million people watched the championship game last night, ESPN announced. That is the lowest since 2004 when it was 21 million to watch Southern Cal, Oklahoma. If that is accurate, that is a brutal, horrible number for the national championship game with no competition. That is awful. If that reported number is accurate, the early no- but if that came from ESPN, that means they've done everything. But usually the first reported numbers are always smaller. But if that's ESPN saying that that's how many people watched, that's rough if that is uh, the case. But, yeah, Saban retires after the next one. Immediate message on the uh, ceasefire text line, people are tired of the same teams. College football has a parity problem. And people have been talking about it for a couple years, and it hasn't really borne out, but now you're starting to see it. If the number is accurate, that means about the same amount of people watch the semifinals as the championship. Mm-hmm. That the audience didn't grow at all for the championship. A little You're context, right. the Super Bowl compared to the conference championships, more than double. Nobody mm-hmm. nationally right now is paying attention to college football because why would they? And the top four teams and odds for next year's national championship, you want to guess who they are? Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and Oklahoma. With Georgia at five. I was going to say, Georgia's got to be close. Yeah. And, see, that's why Greg Sankey's quote the other day, and it's not just about uh, the uh, game limit that he talked about. He did say, for the first time, maybe we need to look at more access. And I think because he knew that this was coming. Your next TV deal which they've already signed this one, so it doesn't matter, isn't as valuable if these are the numbers you're churning out. Yeah. Well, they're five years left. We're, so we're seven years into a 12-year contract for the college football playoff. You know, can, can you afford to go the full five years before changing things? It kind of feels like maybe not. But there's been so much pushback on getting out of that early. The... Um, President of the AFCA, Football Coaches Association, is Todd Berry. And he was on a conference call earlier today. 
and said the overwhelming majority of coaches now support an expanded playoff. Nick Saban kind of hem-hauled around, but ultimately got to, well, if we've devalued the bowl system, like I kind of thought we might, then yeah, it probably is time to expand. He said that this morning. I don't know how much the voice of college football coaches is worth, but they're finally starting to speak on this with regularity. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs, they're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call 601-605-4443. They're locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Still seeing delays northbound on Lakeland Drive from basically Pearl River all the way out past Airport and starting to see congestion build up on 20 westbound at the stack out past Gallatin. Otherwise, things looking fairly decent. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. What if you could save a life today? What if you could save three lives today? You have the chance. Right now, Mississippi Blood Services is currently seeing extremely low inventory of all blood types. We are urging all eligible donors to download the free Mississippi Blood Services app and locate the nearest blood drive to you today. Every donation of blood has the potential to save three lives, and you can be that lifesaver. Be a hero. Be a donor with Mississippi Blood Services. Find more info at msblood.com. Start off the new year with money-saving cheer during a New Year celebration sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. 2021 is here, and it's finally time for you to get that new vehicle you've been waiting for. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, we resolve to save you money on our entire selection. So right now, pay just $179 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi G4s. That's $179 per month. And pay only $319 per month on new 2020 Mitsubishi Outlanders. Plus, we're giving you a 43-inch TV with every purchase. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved no matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come say big during the New Year's Celebration Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1640. Outlander stock number 1605. 1999 down to 4.9% for 84 months. When people hear our name, they say, cool name, what exactly do you do? Great question. Pillium helps your company stay secure and current with IT support, IT security and forensics, cloud services and networking. Plus, next generation body cameras, in-car video systems and mobile communications for public safety and first responder clients. In short, Pillium Corporation helps our clients grow and thrive securely. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. place for crazy people. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi.
someone I used to see But she don't give a damn for me Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. Aaron Rodgers is making a return to Jeopardy. This time, however, the Green Bay Packers quarterback will be the host instead of a contestant. Revealed earlier today that he has been asked to be a guest host for an episode of his favorite game show, one that he appeared on in a celebrity edition in 2015. Rodgers is currently preparing for the NFC Divisional Playoff game against the uh, Rams. He mentioned this during his weekly appearance on the Pat McAfee show and then apologized for letting the news out. A representative from Jeopardy declined comment and said no announcement has been made about future guest hosts. Roger says, I may have jumped the gun a little bit, so I apologize to Jeopardy if they wanted to announce it. I just got so excited on the show earlier. It just went down the last couple of days. I was figuring it out. It's very exciting. It's for the off season. We'll be even more excited when the opportunity gets a little closer. But, man, the show has been so special to me over the years. Staple at my house here in Green Bay for the last 16 years. 6 o'clock, watching Alex Trebek and trying to get as many questions as I can. How will Aaron Rodgers be as host of Jeopardy? I'm sure he'll be fine. I mean, it's he's got good personality, you know. It's he's not just a he's not just a you know bump on the log. So I think he'll be fine. <clears throat> Who would you replace Trebek with? Ooh, I mean that's that's a tough one. There's, there's I mean, honestly, there nobody pops into my head and just says, yeah, that would be a great fit. Maybe it's it's I don't watch game be shows Katie anymore. Couric, right? Is it? Isn't that who they picked? Oh, good. no, that's not a good fit for me. I don't know that I had seen that. I mean, Ken Jennings had been rumored, and then who was the uh, who was the guy uh, a couple just, of years ago? Who uh, was the gambler also guest hosting? But people think it might be an audition. Mm. I'm sure in some to to some degree they're kind of. Auditioning everybody they run out there as a guest host. Yeah. What happens if Aaron Rodgers is great at it? Well, I hope he takes the gig immediately prior to you know uh, Sunday next Sunday's game. What was Alex Trebek's salary? Why don't they just get Will Ferrell to to do Alex Trebek? Just just keep that going. Get Daryl Hannah uh, on there for Celebrity Jeopardy. Yeah, that might not be bad. $10 million a year is what Trebek was making to uh, read answers to questions. That's a good deal, Aaron. You should take it right now. And uh, you, know, you don't have to get hit anymore. <laughs> Just looking out for you, buddy. And, and when you say right now, you mean like right, right now. now. Right this very second. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Go to Collect Jeopardy. $10 million. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Borgie, what's this deal in the NBA? Like, uh, they're kind of locking everything down again, huh? They're basically asking the players to do a bubble without actually going to Orlando. Uh, they've had some outbreaks, not many, though. They've had to postpone a handful of games, and uh, 
because the people that cover the NBA are the way that they are. It's been, oh, panic, shut it down, shut it down, to pause things for two weeks because they haven't apparently watched baseball or football or anything where it's okay that you're going to have some games get postponed. It's a 72-game season. You play every two days. It's going to happen sometimes. Deal with it. But no, we got to panic. Uh, but a handful of players like Kyrie Irving, for example, uh, has been seen out. Uh, he was at a party. I think it was his sister's birthday party. And I mean, James Harden was at the club. He, he, things like that. They're locking all of that down. Before today, players could have like visitors in their hotel room, if you know what I mean. What surprised me to begin with, but that's been locked down. They can't leave their hotel anymore. Nobody can go into their hotel room when on road trips. Uh, everybody in their house is going to have to get tested periodically and no more going to the club, James Harden, um, because it's 2021, and if you go to the strip club, people have phones, and they will take pictures of you at the strip club. So maybe don't do that anymore. You kind of stand out. You're tall, you have a beard, everybody knows who you are. So that will not be happening anymore. And it's almost like if you go incognito, James Harden, you draw more attention. I mean, seriously, who is that six foot six guy that is hiding everything about himself? <laughs> is he six six? I think so. Yeah. Wow. But I, uh, I realized that. Yeah, pretty significant uh, shutdown going on there because, and you have the people, and they did it with college football. They did it with the NFL. How can the league do this? Uh, they just want to get money. It's like. Do you not understand that at the core of every sports league, it is a business? And if the business does not operate, it doesn't generate revenue. And if they don't generate revenue, they can't pay the athletes anymore. So they got to play games or else guys aren't getting paid. And I don't know if you knew this, but high-level athletes have a lifestyle that kind of they have to get paid or else they can't afford some of the lavish stuff that they've got. Yeah. But that makes too much sense to people like us, I guess. Speaking of getting paid, Kevin Steele is about to get paid again. As a defensive coach at Tennessee, it was initially reported that he was being brought on as defensive coordinator, but that appears to not be true. He is just a defensive staff member on Jeremy Pruitt's staff. This is a guy that actually interviewed for the Tennessee job before Jeremy Pruitt was hired to be the head coach. Auburn's defensive coordinator the last five years, not retained by Brian Harson. He hired Derek Mason, the former head coach at Vanderbilt, to be his defensive coordinator. Steele was a finalist for the Broyles Award this year as the top assistant in college football. Um, actually, that was in 2017. He's got deep ties, played at Tennessee, started his coaching career at Tennessee, both under Johnny Majors. As I mentioned, finalist for the Vols head coaching job in 2018. Although finalist is an interesting way to uh, couch that. A lot of people were finalists. Kevin Steele and Jeremy Pruitt worked together on Nick Saban's staff at Alabama, so there is familiarity there. <coughs> Does, what, what does this mean for Jeremy Pruitt? means that another coup is going to be working, but Kevin Steele is going to be better prepared this time. If they let hey, him Kevin make that, Steele knows that he's going to the land of the coup to try and pull off a coup. 
I mean that to learn from the best. If they're allowing him to make a hire, maybe that maybe he survived this, or I mean, put on my tinfoil hat, maybe Kevin Steele sees an opportunity to to become an interim, and when Ooh. the interim wins some games, the interim Ooh. becomes the permanent. I see what you're doing there. Maybe. I mean, he tried to do it at Auburn almost successfully. Almost successfully. It's a good hire for Tennessee, isn't it? You would think so, yeah. How did that originally get reported as defensive coordinator only to go, well, actually, it's not for the coordinator. I think that was a, a case of you see Kevin Steele gets hired, and you're like, okay, obviously he's a defensive coordinator. And they didn't it just just a which is a mistake, you know. You just you're not you didn't do all of the research you should have done. One thing I will say, by the way, as you know, he's, if he's just a position coach, if Arnett leaves, I mean, I would call him at Mississippi State and be like, "You sure you want to be a linebackers coach or whatever? You sure you don't want to just call the defenses down here in Starkville?" That's somebody who definitely I would make a phone call to. Auburn owes Kevin Steele a little more than $5 million from the contract that he signed last January, which at the time made him the highest-paid defensive coordinator in college football. Story at ESPN points out that Steele is returning to his alma mater amid an in-house inquiry into alleged improprieties within Tennessee's football program that has been ongoing since November. The university announced last month that it had retained the services of Michael Glazier and Kyle Skillman with Bond, Shonick and King, the law firm from Kansas, to assist in reviewing what the university said in a statement were regulatory issues that have been brought to our attention. You remember you had the report last week that Tennessee had not extended the contracts of assistant football coaches and had paused hiring coaches for vacancies while the Vols continue to investigate whether violations occurred within the program. This would point to that policy being lifted. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will continue after this timeout. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 49. Tonight, partly cloudy and cold, low around 27. Wednesday, sunny skies, high near 53. Wednesday evening, mostly clear, low around 33. Thursday, sunny skies, high near 60 degrees. Thursday evening, mostly clear, low around 39. And for your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 56. This weather is service of our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Ridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right, own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Ridgeland. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. 
Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Final sale days, final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Richmond. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Richmond. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to News Mississippi. The Department of Health wants to hear from you regarding the COVID-19 vaccine. Through the results of a new survey, health officials are hoping to learn the mindset of Mississippians as the Department of Health presses forward with its distribution plan. The survey, which takes around 10 minutes, asks key questions regarding your decision on whether or not you'll take the vaccine and why. For a link to the survey, visit newsms.fm. And the FBI is warning that armed protesters may gather outside of all 50 state capitals. Acting Homeland Security Deputy Secretary Ken Cusinelli appeared on America's Newsroom on Fox to address the warnings. There's a lot of statements out there, and while we need to take them seriously, at the same time, it would be an incredible unlikelihood to see what is described in those threats actually take place. Stephen Gagliano, News, Mississippi. Seaspire 5G. We're building a fast, powerful 5G network to bring you faster phones. You heard right. Seaspire 5G. Phones faster. Saying it anymore would be Seaspire 5G. Faster phones. No bull. For a limited time, get our best 5G phone free with trade-in. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of the Trustmark Relationship Manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. Whether you're a rebel, a bulldog, a golden eagle, or just a sports fan, Super Talk Mississippi has got a podcast for you. For you. 
Sports Talk Mississippi, The Rebel Report, Thunder and Lightning, The Super Talk Eagle Hour, and The Borky Show are all now available for you. And it's all free. Free. Get them all on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sports Talk Mississippi to the junction in the groove and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. We got some hoops tonight in the SEC. Tennessee Vanderbilt was supposed to be happening. Vandy had COVID issues within their program, so that game is not being played tonight. So two games in the SEC. The early game at 6 o'clock, about 25 minutes from right now. Ole Miss and Florida. Ole Miss 6-4 on the year. Florida 5-3 on the season. In SEC play, Ole Miss is 1-2. Florida is two and two. The game is in Gainesville. Gators averaging seventy-two points a game, almost seventy-one a game. Florida shooting it better than Ole Miss. Ole Miss is tied for three hundred fourteenth nationally at twenty-eight point six percent from behind the arc. Ooh. Meanwhile, Florida is tied for 35th nationally, shooting at 38.5% from behind the arc. Interesting, you know, in today's edition of people in Vegas tend to know more than we do. Florida had a rough week last week, but so did Ole Miss, and Florida is only a three-point favorite over Ole Miss. I guess Ole Miss did have the midweek win against Auburn last week and then followed it up with a clunker against LSU on Saturday. Quick turnaround from Saturday to Tuesday for a road game. Gators a three-point favorite. Then the uh, the late game tonight, 8 o'clock, Alabama at Kentucky. Alabama is 9-3. and three. They are 4-0 and oh in conference play. Kentucky is clawing their way back to respectability after a 1 and 6 start to the season. They are 4 and 6 for the year and have won 3 in a row to start league play. So they are two of the three undefeated teams in the SEC. The other is South Carolina who is 1 and 0. Um Alabama is a 3-point favorite. I'm sorry, no. Kentucky is a 3-point favorite in that game. At home. Time for the Pearl River Resort pick of the day? Sure. Brought to you by the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge, Golden Moon Casino. One of the three of us got the uh, pick of the day right yesterday. That's true. Can't remember who. Who was that? Um, Good grief. I've, I've, I got no idea here. Honestly, if you bet this game, there's a few hotlines you should call. Which one? The the Ole Miss-Florida game or the Alabama-Kentucky game? The Ole Miss-Florida game. If you bet that game, you you might want to call somebody. 
If you bet it in either direction? In either direction. I mean, in either direction, but especially if you're taking Ole Miss on the road. And now that I said that, they're going to go win by 15, and I will look like an idiot. But that's all right. I don't mind. Um, yeah, there's no shot you should put your hard-earned money on that basketball game tonight. Okay, so do you want to go to Alabama-Kentucky? Do you like Alabama getting three points on the road at Kentucky against a resurgent Kentucky Wildcats team? No, I'd go 76ers at home if I had to pick a basketball game tonight. No Butler, no Adebayo for the Heat. That's going to be one of the most absurd games ever, by the way. Each team has like seven guys out, but Miami's got the more important guys out. So, uh, Philly at home. Michael Borky giving you the Pearl River Resort pick of the day from the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. He is laying the nine points with the Philadelphia 76ers at home against the Miami Heat. I'm just going to have to blindly trust you on that, and we shall see how it turns out. If they're missing those guys, that's probably a good pick. Yeah, they're... Dealing with some stuff in that league right now. Not dealing with as much as college basketball is, apparently, or college football is, apparently. So, for context from the earlier conversation, so 18 million people watched the national championship, lowest since 2004 by 3 million people. Okay. 12 million more people watched the bad game between the Saints and the Bears than the college football national championship. So 30 million for Saints Bears wild card round Sunday afternoon game 18 million for the national championship game last And that night. is somebody asked us on Twitter that yes that is every ESPN platform combined to just over 18 million 12 million fewer people and that usually doesn't go down like that college the national championship especially in the playoff era has done pretty well Comparable to that 30 million number, although not really approaching it, but 12 million more. A bad wild card game. And one of the two teams involved is a very small market. Didn't matter. I didn't see a big press release from ESPN trumpeting the numbers for the national championship game last night. But the, the next question, I mean, college football has a parity problem. We've talked about it so much. It's the same teams every single year. It's always the same teams. And I got asked earlier today, well, what can they do about it? And people throw out ideas, uh, you know, reducing the scholarship number. Well, I don't think that's particularly fair because you're not going to punish Alabama for that. You're going to punish Louisiana Monroe for that. That's who really will hurt if you limit scholarship numbers. Uh, somebody said, well, do something with recruiting rankings. Limit the number of five stars. Well, no, you can't do that either. That doesn't really make sense. College football, in its structure, the best teams get the best players. The NFL has so much parity because the Cleveland Browns have been able to draft the best players for years, and now suddenly they have a really talented roster. Now they've made some moves as well, but competent leadership in the NFL will breed a contender regardless of location. College football is not exactly that way. However, I think the solution is, it's very easy. It's just one that they're not going to do. And it's actually enforcing the rules. The difference between college football and the NFL is the NFL has rules. They have a salary cap. They have a draft order. They have free agency clauses. Everything. Every single team in the NFL has the exact same set of rules. College football is that way if it would be enforced that way. 
but they don't enforce it that way. And that's why the Alabamas of the world can acquire the roster that they can where the Wake Forces of the world cannot because it's not enforced. You cannot tell me that Wake Forest could ever become Alabama. And at the genesis, at the core of that, it's because Wake Forest or Ole Miss or Mississippi State do not have the people involved in the program at the volume that Alabama does that are invested in recruiting. No matter how good it will get around here, you will never be able to recruit four consecutive top three classes at Ole Miss or Mississippi State because there's not enough people here that are invested in recruiting compared to that of Alabama. But if the rules were enforced, maybe it would be a little bit more level. But they're not, and that's why you have such a parity problem here. Can anything change it? No. Expanding the enforcement staff by quadruple? By a million? It's all in NCAA. The NCAA could fix this if they wanted to. They could contribute to parity in college sports if they wanted to, but they don't want to. They could even do it without having to hammer one of the big programs. If they would literally follow their own... Let's talk about Ole Miss. If, If they followed the matrix on Ole Miss... If they had said these are what the penalties are based on our own rules, Ole Miss wouldn't be playing in a bowl game until your kids were in college. I mean, they, they would have they wouldn't be able to put a player on scholarship for like five or six years just based off the NCAA's own rules based on level one violations. Doesn't matter what you think of how the violations got there; these were the violations that Ole Miss admitted to. These are the punishments for them. You could scare people straight, but the NCAA has no interest in doing that. You're talking about the penalty matrix? Yeah. Well, and if Ole Miss is your example, they're they are certainly not in a uh, on an island of one. No, no, by not by any means. But I'm just I'm just using them as an example because I remember looking at it and going, "Well, there's no way they're going to be able to do this because otherwise Ole Miss is just going to have to quit playing football for a few years. They're not going to have any scholarship players." So, but that's the thing. Why, why, if you're the NCAA, why would you create a matrix that you have no intention of using? We, real quick, we've seen a few texts. We just want to get to them. The time of day, people are saying, well, it's because it's on a Monday. Monday night is the best time for them to have this game because there's less to do. People and and aren't it's the out. only time, Borky, in the, it, on the calendar right now, it's the only time that you're not competing with the NFL. Right, and you would. I mean, I guess Saturday. I I get you can't go Saturday. You can't go Sunday. I mean, I guess theoretically you could play it on Friday night, but Friday night is traditionally not a good time to pull good TV numbers. No, that's a going out night for people. They want as few people out as possible to watch these games. It boosts the numbers. This it's always been on a Monday. It's down not because of the time of day. It's down because people are sick of Ohio State and Alabama and Clemson. And the game stunk, too. That didn't help at all. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We will wrap it up with you next.
From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, just call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. Still seeing delays northbound on Lakeland Drive. There's a disabled vehicle in the left turn lane blocking the left turn lane uh, just before River Oaks. Also 20 westbound heavy traffic between the stack out past Gallatin and even out towards the 55 South Interchange before it clears up and heavy traffic 49 southbound between Old 49 and Harper. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Start off the new year with explosive savings during the New Year's Celebration Sales event at Mazda Jackson. In 2021, we resolved to offer money-saving deals on every vehicle in stock. For example, get 0.9% financing on most new 2021 Mazdas in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We have truckloads of 2021s arriving, so you're sure to find the perfect Mazda. Looking for something like new? We're offering 2.9% financing on certified pre-owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you a Approved, no matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Plus, bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Start off 2021 with explosive savings during the New Year's Celebration Sales Event in Must of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mustofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, new button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at capitaldentalinc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Hey there, Lucky Buck here, coming to you live from a nearby meadow. You know, four-leaf clovers are lucky, of course, but I find that the three-leafers are lucky, too, and just as tasty. Mm. Speaking of lucky things in threes, there's Cash 3 from the Mississippi Lottery. Cash 3 has daily drawings with 50-cent and $1 plays and lots of ways to win. So play Cash 3 sometime, and you might be lucky like me. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 years or older to play. Please play responsibly. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants 
nightlife, recreation, and more. Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening. From 106.3 Casino Radio. JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. Ceasefire text line. Didn't watch the national championship game. I was a combo of not really caring about the game, slash, knew the outcome would be, uh, what the outcome would be, slash, time of kickoff, slash, my cousin Vinny was on AMC last night. Great movie. <laughs> um, Steve Sarkeesian, now the head coach of the University of Texas, comes out. And says some things that certainly will raise some eyebrows. This not. This is what you would expect. I think about this logo. I think about the colors. I think about the brand of Texas football. I think about the uniforms, the helmets, all of which are iconic staples of college football. Clearly, at this point, our top two priorities are finalizing our staff and then finalizing our recruiting class. Texas is expected to have eight to nine spots still available. Sart to Longhorn Nation, buzz phrase, it's time to go to work. This work will be hashtag all gas, no breaks. He goes on to say, I came here to win championships. You know, that's the goal. We're here to chase greatness, to win championships. Hey, uh, Richard, sorry to interrupt you, but we've got some breaking news here from Bruce Feldman. says, Zach Arnett, not expected to become the new defensive coordinator at LSU. Sources tell him and Brody Miller, who covers the Tigers, obviously for the athletic. Interesting development. Indeed. If he told them no, that's a Uh-oh, big win Ed. for Mississippi State. If, he, if they keep him, that is a big win for Mississippi State. We'll see what happens. Obviously, Oregon's Texas still out there, but we'll see. I, I was going to say, did, did, did Texas do it again? <laughs> or can Mississippi State win this battle? Back Arnett, of course, recently signed an extension and got a raise at Mississippi State. He has who's he talked with? He's talked with South Carolina. Yeah. He's talked obviously now with LSU. You said he has probably talked with Oregon. I know that he has talked with Oregon. We think that he's had some conversation with Texas. Uh, there it was reported earlier that he's still very much a major target of theirs. Yeah. This, by the way, was the money quote that I was going to get to from Sark. I know this much. The Eyes of Texas is our school song. We're going to sing that song. We're going to sing it proudly. That's our song, and we're fired up to sing it. If you followed the Eyes of Texas saga at the University of Texas going back to last spring, you know that that is a bit of a flashpoint in the Longhorn State. So, so Zach Arnett tells Ed Ogeron, no, we think. We, we Well, I mean, that's what sources are telling us here. Or, well, one way or the other. If only I had Brody Miller's telephone number. Oh, wait, I totally have Brody Miller's telephone number. <laughs> Let's shoot him a text, shall we? Happy birthday to Ron Polk. 
1,373 collegiate wins, eight trips to the College World Series, five Southeastern Conference titles, and his name on a stadium in Starkville. How old is Ron Polk? Boy, I had a device. thought you might know that off the top of your head. 77. 77. Spry on a typewriter as can be. And really, having him back on campus has been a good thing for Mississippi State. He's become a good ambassador uh, for the university, as he should be. I mean, the guy is a legend here in Starville. We have got to schedule a time to visit with Ron Polk, and given the hard breaks that we deal with on the radio, Borky, that probably needs to be what? We go sit down and talk with him one-on-one and edit it after the fact to make it work? Without a doubt, yeah. Few people that love college baseball the way Ron Polk loves college baseball. I'm still laughing. I mean, this is LSU we're talking about. And he can't post the defensive coordinator from Cincinnati? Let alone Mississippi... Well, the opposite. Can't post the defensive coordinator from Mississippi State, let alone Cincinnati? Which, in fairness, Cincinnati had the hottest defensive coordinator in the country. Here was the quote for the tweet from Bruce Feldman. Sources, Mississippi State defensive coordinator Zach Arnett met today with LSU about the Tigers' defensive coordinator vacancy but he is not expected to become the new D.C. at LSU. See if Brody Miller's tweet was similar. Ah, he retweeted it. But Feldman also tagged Brody Miller, who also is at The Athletic. They're kind of working on that story together. Interesting stuff. As the Zach Arnett world turns... We'll update it again tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Thanks for being with us. Fun Tuesday edition of Sports Talk Mississippi. For Michael Borky and Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross. Enjoy your Tuesday night. We will talk to you tomorrow. Mississippi Media Production.